welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor and creator of Conscious Leadership and property investor living in the UK. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, This is going to be maybe a quieter podcast edition um, and Facebook Live as I'm sat in the foyer of a hospital that I've just brought my friend down to. Um, She's having some tests today. And part of me wants to say that if I hadn't have done what I did in 2011 and changed my life, I would not be able to bring her down to the hospital and spend the day sat in the waiting room waiting for her to take her home. Anyway, subject of this, uh, this, this episode is around team. Lots of questions have come at me about team. Um, so one of the things I was thinking about earlier was, do you need a team? Do you actually truly need a team or would a working group do just as well? I've spent years working with businesses and organisations who spend hours, days, weeks, they put on events to um, build team working, when in reality they don't need a team, they've got a working group and it's fine, so the energy and the effort that goes into creating a team isn't always needed. So think about whether you need a team or not. And a team is, if you think of like um, a relay team, one person cannot um, win without the rest of the team. And there's, that's the definition if you want to work with it along those lines. So with, with one person letting the rest of the team down, nobody gets across the finishing line. And a team is, um, is a committed group of individuals who all are working towards the same goal, they are all working towards the same aim and they all need each other to cross the line. Which as a working group, you can all do your own thing, you can all get to the same place, but you don't rely on the others, whereas so a team has a, a reliance on other people, uh, whereas a working group doesn't. So think about whether you need a team or not to start with. Now, there's various things you can do with team. If you're recruiting to team, there was a nurse just gone across the back. If you're recruiting to team, there's lots of psychological tools you can use. There's lots of questionnaires you can use um, from the World Dynamics, Team Dynamics, uh, Myers-Briggs, DISC, psychological profiling tools. There's loads. Belbin, good old Tuckman. There's loads you can use. Some are licensed, some aren't, some you pay for. In fact, all of them are you pay for. Um, they even licensed Belbin, good old Belbin. They got licensed because people were doing it all for free and they realised they could earn some money out there. Um, so lots of psychological tools you can use or you can put it into your recruitment process to get the right people in. So do some hypothetical questions, do a team set, do an assessment day um, and you'll see how people work with each other or don't, as the case may be. I've run them for years and I've actually, as a... Um, Prospective employee attended some, so it's, I can see it from both sides. Um, so team, again, keep your numbers low, five to eight for one person to manage because of the, the time it takes to manage. It's not an add-on to the job, it's part of the job. So as a manager, you need to 
The allocated time, you need to allocate time to look after your staff team or your working group, whatever it is. I'll do more on this because there's a lot of theory, there's a lot of research on working groups versus team, a lot. Um, so let me just go through Tuckman. So Tuckman again from the 50s. Lots of good research came out in the 50s. Lots. Um, Tuckman, you probably know this if you don't know the name. Forming, storming, forming, norming, storming, performing. Get that right. And in reality, when you look at how teams um, meet, gel, how they get to performing, very few teams actually ever really storm really storm and you'll know when a team is storming it's very healthy but you've got arguments you've got conflict going on which of course all needs managing so what happens in reality in the norm most of the time is that a team will form a team will come together and they'll norm to a set of rules a set of unwritten cultural rules about how we behave how we do what we do and when we do what we do they very rarely storm because we've become very polite in our society, we've become very polite in our organisations. We don't want people to not like us. We want people to like us. We want to be friends with everybody. So storming actually rarely happens unless you create the storm. If you don't have the storming where people really get down to the nitty gritty and why this works and why that doesn't work and when you do that, I don't like it and when I do this, you don't like it, etc, etc. You, you very rarely get high performing teams. Very, very rarely, a very small percentage of teams actually highly perform. So if you look at your team, whether you're employed or whether you have a team, do they reach their goals? If they reach, if they, unless they reach the goals, they're not performing. So look at the percentage of who reaches what goals. That goes back to goal setting, goes back to um, your vision and your mission. Everything links together. No one thing of this works in isolation. Um, anyway, so back to team, very few teams actually get to high performing because we don't go through the process, we don't create the process for them to get to be a high performing um, group of individuals. So, which links into culture because we all get polite. Um, I'm dealing with a, an individual at the moment who's been given somebody to manage, um, who's been in an organisation for 17 years in an admin role and they can't use Word. So when we look at high-performing teams, high-performing organisations, because people don't have the conversation with individuals to help them, we can't get to performing or even high performance in a lot of cases. So I'll do some more on this. Um, I am sat down in a hospital in the middle of nowhere in Kent waiting for my mate um, to come out of her test. And again, I only could do this because I changed my life in 2011. So um, this is going to go on to the Conscious Leadership podcast which will be launched very soon. I haven't got a date yet. I'll let you all know. And again, if anybody has any questions about anything to do with management, anything to do with leadership, put them down under, thank you for that like, um, put them down under the question, ask me any questions you want. I'm going to do one tomorrow on culture because somebody's asked me about culture um, and, and believe it or not, how to get the values into the culture. So I'll do something on that tomorrow morning. In the main, these will be at half past eight if you want to... Um, allocate the time in your in your um, learning or reviewing or whatever you want to call it when you're on the bike listening to something and there would generally be at half past eight today it's later because I am at a hospital with a friend but I'm going to say bye for now 
Go out there, take action that will get you towards your dream. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.